When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hello, hi, and welcome to another episode of The Emma Gunn Show and another installment of 12 Habits and the habit of getting up at 5am. Yes, that's what I'm doing every day through the month of July. I am waking up and getting up at 5am. That's when I'm starting my day. So just a reminder, if you're new to the show, 12 Habits is a year-long project where together we'll strive to make or break habits each month. So 12 habits throughout the year, one habit a month. We all know there are habits and lifestyle choices that are good for us, yet trying to incorporate them into daily life can be really challenging and they quickly fall by the wayside. And that can make us feel like we failed in some way, but that's not true. It might be that the method's not particularly right, or maybe the habit doesn't actually suit you at all. So in 12 Habits, we'll spend a month unpicking the challenges, figuring out our way over, under and through the barriers to making them stick so that they can become parts of our lives in a way that's sustainable, if indeed we want to continue with them. So last week, I told you what it was like making the adjustment to my daily routine to wake up that much earlier. I told you how it was definitely quite challenging to begin with, how those 5am alarms really did shock me awake, how many of the alarms were quite jarring and how, and this was actually the weirdest thing, I think, how I would wake up at 5am with the alarm, but from a dream, like mid dream. So it was sort of this fantasy thing going on in my mind and then suddenly real life. So that was something that I sort of had to shake off, if that makes any sense. It was very, uh, it was actually really bizarre. 
So it's important to note here that the habit is not just about waking up at 5 a.m., it's about getting up. So even though I meditate almost straight away, the key is getting up and moving around for a couple of minutes to shake off those physical and mental ties to the bed. So I always meditate in bed. I, I make the bed, I prop the pillows up, and then I sit on the bed and meditate. But for this habit, I've had to actually, on a couple of occasions, move into another room and sit in a chair, a chair not comfortable enough to sleep in because the temptation has been a few times my body really has been sluggish to really wake up and so if I sit anywhere comfortable I will go back to sleep but I'm around halfway through the habit now and I'm confident meditating in my bed without risk of finding myself uh, waking up an hour later going oops shouldn't have done that but really like why why even bother getting up at 5 a.m well as I mentioned last week, I talked about the proven benefits, how many people and also studies have cited improved cognitive function, better sleep, increased productivity, positive thinking is something that's supposed to go hand in hand with this and increased organization. So they all are supposed to come with earlier mornings. But why else would you even consider this as a daily practice? Because early mornings are, they're not the most obvious thing to do. You think, right, you know when you've got to be at work or you know when you've got to get your first task done, you kind of work back from there. And this is allowing you a much longer run up to that first task, I suppose. And one of you, my most excellent listeners, asked me uh, on DM, I think it was, whether I'd read The 5am Club by Robin Sharma. I hadn't, but actually I'm currently listening to it now on Audible and actually maybe I shouldn't bring this up as we're talking about another habit, but I really need to discuss with somebody listening to audiobooks and podcasts at increased speed. Uh, because that seems to be my new breakthrough in productivity. But again, we'll put a pin in that for another time. And it's interesting with these 5am starts, because I suppose when I first started hearing about people getting up early, and 5am sort of seems to be early, and early that makes a lot of people gasp or go, oh goodness, that that's, that is early. It was when I was hearing it on podcasts like Tim Ferriss, and it was a trope of the super successful. You couldn't hear a rags to riches story or like how someone made their first billion or million or whatever without them saying how waking up before the sun rose and being ahead of the game and getting up while your competition sleeping, all of those things was a really crucial pillar to that individual's world domination and financial gain. So it's quite a seductive thing. It's like, oh, if I want to be rich and uber successful and talking about it on podcasts, I should probably get up at 5 a.m. Well, hmm, not so sure. Well, Benjamin Franklin used to wake up at 5 a.m. Apple CEO Tim Cook has reported to wake up at 3.45 to get on top of his emails. 3.45 a.m., can you even imagine? Disney CEO Robert Iger has shared his alarm goes off at 4.30 a.m., First Lady Michelle Obama wakes up at 4.30am to work out before her kids woke up. She told this to Oprah. She said, if I don't exercise, I won't feel good. I'll get depressed. So she made sure that she got up early and got something that she knew would make her feel good in before anything could get in the way of it, which is really smart. But also, I just think, side note about Michelle Obama, can you imagine living in the White House for eight years? You'd want to not look back on it and think... Oh, I had so many great lions in that house. There's a lot of pressure, I think, <laughs> obviously, that comes with that. And I was just thinking about what must it be like waking up in the White House at four o'clock, 4.30 to go to uh, the gym, which I'm sure was a beautifully equipped gym. I must look for some pictures of it online. Anyway, Richard Branson, another hugely successful person, wakes up at 5.45 a.m. And a whole host of CEOs and executives who work for huge, world-dominating businesses also get up and get going well before 6 a.m. And actually... If you look at any of the business websites or sort of high achieving uh, websites, blogs, any of those things, 
search this and it, there's a lot of content on it. So it really is something that has been stapled onto success. And the only thing about this is I think it can breed toxic productivity, not toxic positivity, toxic productivity, because so many of us already say busy when we're asked how we're doing. And now we're making out that work has to start this early to achieve success. Well, that's certainly an idea I don't want to propagate on this show because I don't want to produce, to produce anything that would be toxic or cause anyone harm if they listened. For me, the early starts aren't necessarily about doing. Maybe in the first instance when I started doing this, I thought, I'll get so much more done. But I'd be lying if I said that I'm not in a headspace where I can start work earlier or get work done earlier or be productive slightly earlier because it's about having that quiet time. It's a daily practice that's actually allowing me to preempt my day and as much as one can be proactive rather than reactive as the day goes on. And in thinking about this for the episode of of this podcast, I've thought that maybe it works for me because I can often have a sense of, oh my God, there's so much to do as soon as I wake up and almost put myself into an unnecessary panic gear or panic setting. And what waking up early has been helpful for me is giving me the space to be able to look at the day and think, oh, there's plenty of time to get everything done. So it's actually, even though it's a change in my behavior, it's allowing me to have a different energy as I start the day. And there always is, to be fair, uh, time to get everything done. But that space before the rest of the world wakes up and starts messaging and emailing and moving is something I've really grown to appreciate in just two weeks as I've leaned into this habit. And it really isn't about when you wake up, when you start your work or when you finish your work and what time you go to bed. It's about what you accomplish. So this habit coupled with putting everything that needs to be done in the diary the night before, this is something I learned from the book, The Common Path to Uncommon Success uh, by John Lee Dumas. He has meant that on top of feeling a little more on top of everything than I did before, I'm also ticking through tasks because I'm taking a bit of time at the end of the day to think, ah, okay, what do I need to do? Whether it's putting some things in the diary for tomorrow or thinking, well, this week is really busy. So I'm, I need to prioritize desk time next week. And then I can look ahead and think, right, I'm going to make sure that those days are, are sacrosanct and that nothing can interrupt them. It's little things like that, that I don't have the space for because my mind is moving, I guess, at a slightly slower pace in the morning, slightly more methodical and slightly more sensible than the sort of panic shouting that goes on between my ears when the day really, really starts. And I think that's something I really wanted to communicate at this point in the habit. It's not about fitting more into your day as such. It's about getting mentally prepared for the day rather than putting more on your plate that I'm finding really beneficial. But what have your experiences been? I know from the Facebook group that feelings have been a little mixed about this habit. Some people are enjoying it, others not so much. And for some of you, I know your feelings are 50-50. You're like, well, it has benefited me here, but it's really impacted there and I don't appreciate that. So it's interesting that there is a real mix of feedback. And I have to be honest and say that having you, my most excellent listeners, as my accountability partner makes a huge difference because as soon as I wake up, I take a pic and I pop it on Instagram and Facebook, which is why if you are in the Facebook group or you follow me on Instagram, there's usually a grainy picture of me looking pretty rough uh, a few minutes after 5am British time every morning. But really, it's just like, here's proof. I did wake up. We're doing this habit. I just want you to know I'm being accountable. I'm doing everything that I'm expect not expecting you to do but if you want to join along know that I am in it and I know that I have really appreciated all of your messages saying well done or just to 
bolster me and keep me going and say that you um appreciating the updates and I did tell you last week actually that my first big challenge was coming up which was a work dinner and I think I think I navigated it pretty well I was tempted to ask to excuse myself at 9 p.m but then what's the point of going out I mean I had to be there for 6 30 because of traffic I wasn't there till 6 45 so the dinner really didn't get going till 7 30 and leaving at 9 would have been to have excused myself too early I think so I left the dinner when it ended which was around just a little bit after 10 o'clock at night and was home for 11 p.m and the biggest challenge honestly was that it took me a while to unwind because you think well if you get home at 11 sure you can get like good six hours sleep maybe no when I got home I really wasn't ready for bed so I had to actually make quite a lot of effort to purposely do things to get myself out of that sort of dizzy headspace and into a place where I could really unwind. So I thought, right, I'm going to uh, get get changed into my night clothes, night clothes, get changed into pajamas. I'm going to take my makeup off. I'm going to do really methodical things. I did a little bit of deep breathing. I had some sleepy time tea, drank a bit of water, not too much though, because I didn't want to wake up in the middle of the night, if you know what I mean. And just turned off all the devices, got into bed, put the fan on because it's scorching hot here in the UK at the moment. And just put my uh, Dr. Harris eye mask on and just was like, right, you will go to sleep and just try to slow my breathing down, all of those things. And I have to say, it did work because I think I, I probably got four hours of good sleep. But it was enough for a busy day the next day because I was up and then out <laughs> at Caroline Hyron's Skin Rocks launch. And I had a lovely breakfast with Ruth Crilly. If you, she's been on the show, so long time listeners will know who that is. And so I was really and I bounced out of bed. So everything was good. It's all about balance, right? Because the next evening I was in bed before nine o'clock and I was not capable of doing anything other than watching Heart of Dixie. So in conclusion for this episode, it's really only taken 10 to 12 days to really adapt to this wake up time. And I can definitely see why people do it and stick to it at this point in my process with it I definitely appreciate the beat as Jackie Collins would say in her books the sort of pause that it gives me mentally of being up in the early hours to be able to then look ahead at the day and work through things methodically which definitely leads to less stress for me and more productivity but let's see if I'm still feeling that way when I check in with you next week for the next installment of 12 habits maybe the novelty will have worn off and it will have worn off hard so let me know how you're getting on to get in touch with me about this habit or with anything else all you have to do is email me at thebeautypodcast at gmail.com or you can dm me on instagram and twitter where i'm at emma guns all the links to get in touch with me are in the show notes along with the link to join the facebook group and sign up for the newsletter so Wherever you are streaming and downloading, just open up that screen, drop me an email, sign up to that newsletter. I would love to see your name in my inbox. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you on the next one.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.